from Georgia. Uh, this is from Aaron, who says uh, the experiment that he would like to perform in space would be to see if Trump's toupee could reach escape velocity. <laughs> this is one I don't know if... Can you blow-dry your hair in space, or does lack of gravity make it impossible? Uh, Either of you? No, absolutely. I, did. I had long hair. Tim probably never had long hair in space. I'm sure I'd be much too cool for that. But no, I had long hair in space. Um, and because you've got to circulate the air, because you don't get convection, so you circulate with air with fans, as the fans blow the air around, you can go by a fan and you can get a blow dry by, by, by just sort of being by the fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to take a flat earther to space to see what they do. do you- <laughs> that do, do you, uh, both of you get those people having a word with you <laughs> thinking that you just I don't know what they think you're doing well they yet. don't think you well let's not even go there because this I've had those old, and they just basically believe that everything is a fiction and when the ISS goes past that's just some kind of hologram but they are saying being... I mean t- they're saying that you've made it up aren't absolutely they? yeah yeah and, and uh, I find it incredibly frustrating but I've gone beyond that point now and I, I think that uh, you know, you know the anybody buzz, who seriously thinks you know that, the, that the earth is flat that's so calm and measured to go through all that trouble of going through all them psychological profiles and jigsaws and centrifuging and things and extraordinary experiments you've gone out into space there's been a bloke with a gorilla costume who was up there six months <laughs> you ran a marathon up there you swung wildly and there was explosions while you were coming back in and then you get back here and someone goes Nah, you never went. <laughs> it was funny. I, I heard, you just uh, find it a bit frustrating. That's I'm in awe. I heard Charlie Duke uh, talking earlier this year, and I, I didn't realise he had a twin brother. And he said during his lunar EVA, his lunar walk, spacewalk, his brother walked into Mission Control, and there were so many heads turning. You know, I thought <laughs> thinking, what is, what is this publicity stunt going on, Charlie? You know, you're supposed to be walking on the moon at the moment. But if, if the flat earthers then could have seen that, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, the, uh, um, Mark, have you got any more there? No, go on. Oh, OK. The, uh, to, to establish if braking wind is a viable form of astronaut propulsion. Now, actually, that's... <laughs> but that doesn't really... Does, does braking wind... Because all of that stuff is... is, is Conservation of momentum, it'll work. Does it? At some level. Well, technically, but um, it it doesn't come out fast enough, I think, is it? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, that's one of the few challenges I can imagine a man in England's going, well, I'm going to prove something. (laughs) You must must have tried it. No, Sne- no. Sneezing is a better job because that, yeah, that really does you. You get the, the, you get a good um, a good sort of bit Great of velocity coming impulse, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's about the, it's about the mass as well as the velocity. Yeah, exactly. Equally scientifically, Daisy Hollywood has asked or said that the experiment she would like would be to put Brian in orbit to see if he ages even more slowly, <laughs> uh, in order to prove Einstein's general theory of relativity. Yeah. It's uh, quite subtle on the space station, isn't it? Because you have a special relativistic effect because it's moving relative to the ground, so that means the clock runs slow relative to the ground. But also, it's in a weaker gravitational field, or space-time is curved a bit less, and therefore the clock runs faster. And so it's quite a delicate payoff between the velocity, the orbital velocity, and the altitude. And I don't actually know which one wins off the top of my head. Do you remember? I, I think general relativity wins slightly, and I, I think you come back something like 0.07 seconds younger after a six-month mission to space. But I don't know that for yeah. sure. I'll have to look it up. So there's the answer. So it's a measurable amount, then. It's not like a, a oh, yeah. billionth of a second. 
No, I think it is a measurable amount. It's a very, very small amount. I know I, for, for the GPS satellites, satellite navigation, it, they drift by 39,000 nanoseconds per day, the clocks. And, and 39,000 nanoseconds, that's a thousand millionth of a second. Uh, that light travels one foot per nanosecond. Right. So 30 centimetres. So that's a 39,000 feet positional error per day, if you don't correct. These bits always terrify me, because I really have no idea when he stops. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a possibility, a constant tag game of different... Oh, new equation. I just um, happen to know that number. <laughs> just happen to know that number. Just yeah. happened. Anyway, um, thank you very much to our panel of, uh, of the final uh, show of this series. Thank you very much to Helen Sharman, Tim Peake and Mark Steele. This is the end of the 20th series of The Infinite Monkey Cage. We'll be back in 2020 with the 21st series. And the only worrying thing is that if the world does continue to go in the direction that it seems to be going, uh, we'll actually be back on the BBC Light programme, uh, sandwiched between the Clitheroe Kid and the Billy Cotton Band Show. Uh, anyway, to play us out, here's Housewife's Choice. <laughs> you had all the powdered egg again, haven't you? Yeah. The, uh... Thank you very much. Goodbye. Now, nice again. Hello, I just wanted to tell you about my new podcast. It's called Classical Fix, and it's basically me, Clemmie Burton Hill, each week talking to a massive music fan. I mix them a classical playlist. They have a listen, they come in, and we just see where the conversation goes. If you'd like to give classical music a go, but you haven't got a clue where to start, this is where you start. To subscribe, go to BBC Sounds and search for Classical Fix. Now then, as you were. <laughs>